episode 76. This week will be part two of the judgy episode. We went a little long, so I decided to split it up. I hope you enjoyed the first part. I think we go a little further and uh, talk about the gray area and judging from a righteous perspective and that understanding of it being discernment. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Remember, it's realchurchmatters.com. It's also Real Church Matters on all your favorite podcasting services or apps. It's also Real Church Matters on most of your social media platforms, except for Twitter, which is Real Church MTTRS. As always, we appreciate those who give. You can give using patreon.com for slash Real Church Matters. And then lastly, and of course, not least, please check out likewiselife.com, which has all the blogs from our friend Antoinette Allen. And remember, it's obedience over audience. But since we have an audience, here's part two just for you. God bless. Mm-hmm. See, because it's easy to just get caught up in no. But God said, yeah, there's a no there, but there's a stain on that no. Because it's not your no. You didn't say no to yourself. Other things told you no, just like your parents used to. Your parents were the gatekeepers. They told you yes or no. They and gave you permission. And all we do is grow up and... <laughs> more gatekeepers. Yeah. More jobs that tell me whether I can come to work or not. And I think that's even what attracts people to religion. is because it gives them another... Thing to another parental guy. So what I shared in there that was that God is not in charge of telling you no. People say it all the time. I used to say, it. Mm-hmm. "Why you didn't do that?" God said, no. God, "God said no." Mercy said no. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Everything said no. All all these things say no, but you don't ever say no, no. to you. Guess what I'm saying? When do you ever judge yourself? Mm-hmm. When do you take in all of the situations and weigh them and say, no? You know what we do? We play lawyer in our lives. Yes. Never judge. Yep. Never judge. How do we play lawyer in that? We, I got a scripture to go, yeah, go ahead, to go ahead. Uh, Romans 6, 11 through 12. So you also consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Do not let sin control you, the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Don't give in to sin. Guess what? When we play lawyer, we are advocating for what? Sin. sin. Yep. When we play judge, we are putting on trial what? Sin. Ask yourselves. How many times have you advocated for sin? God is is guilty until presumed innocent. In your courtroom, we'd be like, hey, you got you to make a better decision. You have to walk in godliness. But what does that mean? <laughs> could, we, could the court define godliness? Yeah, this is what we do in our minds. Yes. Somebody tells us, touch not, taste not, handle not, the unclean thing. Please tell me, what is unclean? <laughs> Technically, but isn't no, everything, but real, if God isn't? created everything, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We say things like, we try to tell young women, like men who don't have God have a agenda of their flesh. What does that look like? What does that look like? So you're saying that 
there's no good in that person just because they don't serve God. I, I, I can't judge that. Who I can't. Who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. But it is you, who are you to indulge? Yeah. But we don't realize how we're protecting something that we're under control by. Like, yes. we're, 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 it's like mind control. Like. And people get all, all overwhelmed and topsy turvy net because intertwined with these understandings are feelings that create a gray area. Yes. And so they say, Forrest, I know what you're saying, you know, but you don't know how he makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Gray area. Yep. Can you peel back? Think of it as a tangled up amount of cords. Can you untangle? You know, you ever untangle something? It's hard. And (laughs) your arms are hurting at this point. And you rest for a second. You're like, look, look. And then you just, some people just throw it all away. Or or they start cutting stuff. But can you untangle your feelings from a situation? Can you untangle your ideologies from it? Can you untangle your perspectives and culture from it? And see all of the things for what they are and rightly judge if you can't i don't even know if you're a mature enough adult to indulge in relationships period yeah period it's true people always say how will i know i'm ready when you're able to To take and examine every decision you make even down to the choice of going out we want to make all those things formulas okay so this is what i'm gonna do every time we go out i'm just gonna go with a group they, you know, they that'll, try. Yeah. that'll be the buffer. Then, you know, it, it, then we say, well, you know, I think we're ready now to, you know, to move to just being Only by public spaces, uh, public spaces yeah. by ourselves, places where people can hear me scream, you know, that type <laughs> of stuff. So, but the reality is, <laughs> but the reality is no one's ever making an examination according to the truth of God. They're making an, a choice based on their own wrapped up feelings even in the truth like that red shirt that's in the washer with those white clothes and then they come out and the white clothes of God's word are now stained with the red color of your feelings contaminated yep and now you showing everybody this word and they saying what is that This is my white shirt, sweetie. It's not white no more. It's pink. I know, but it's still white in it. It's you know what I'm saying. It's still white in it. That's why it's not red. I I meant well. It's red. Yeah, I know. There's a little black. There's a little white. That's why it's gray. This is where Satan could come in. He can come in because we no longer are judges in the way we should be. Christians have perfected being critical and judging others, but they are not critical in their decision making. Yeah. And I think that's the frustrating place a lot of people in our generation feel because everything's in the gray area. Even in the world, you got the Me Too movement, all this, everything's so all over the place that we can't separate. Can't separate. Without the word. You- and, and don't even want to because of how much effort it takes. Yeah. The time I spend to suss out these emotions and stuff, I'm going, that opportunity is going to pass me by. Yeah. That guy's going to move on to the next girl. Yeah. That guy's going to lose attention with me. The time that it takes to yeah, do this. Yeah, because what you're saying, basically, I'm still trying to protect my my little whole situation. Where I'm also, like, I can't do all that. That's, that's, that's too much. It's too much. <laughs> and it's the thing. Every, every, every man and woman is trying to protect themselves. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody just too wild out here. Yeah. And sometimes we we this guy said the other day he, I shared it with you. It's like he's a pastor. And he said women have to understand they are the favor. They're the favor factor. And he said because you know the guy needs the favor, you don't need to chase him. He should chase the favor. And you they, that with me? Yeah, I shared it with you last night. <laughs> It was a it was a Twitter thing, and he it was a clip, and I'm like, "What are you talking about, bro?" Because they, they constantly we're trying to show people how to value themselves in the wrong ways. Right. You need to value. We here's the thing: we value ourselves when we value God's word in our life. Right. When I value the truth of God's word, it makes sense out of my gray. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes black and white, and now I can make choices that honor God and honor me. I can do both. Or I could try to just honor me and do a bad job at it. In the midst of trying to honor me, I found a way to dishonor myself. The the Uber ride old home, I'm sitting there saying, how did this happen? (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? How did I put myself in these positions? I'm just trying to show people judgment. Yeah, and you're also making me think of the scripture, guard your heart, because you can't, how can you guard something? You think about a guard standing at the door, he has to decide what's permissible and what's not. And we don't, we don't want to do that. Permissible is one of the words for discernment. Mm-hmm. You're examining what is permissible in your life. Yep. You only can be the gatekeeper. People say all the time, I, I've been hurt so much, I got to protect my heart. How do you do that? <laughs> How, how do you how do you protect? I want to know how are these women protecting their heart? You we we had six broken I don't hearts kiss until three months into it. <laughs> Some of them don't kiss ever. <laughs> it's just that's the way they they feel they're protecting oh, that's, yeah. a, a intimate that's part only of themselves. For you get what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like every, waist up, brother. You better be careful. Waist down, you can get down. That's that's scary. It's, Somebody right now is like, I know too many like that. I know too many like that. Hmm. We got to ask ourselves that. That's an excellent question. I got to jot that one down. How are you protecting your heart? Because you be saying that, but really be like head over heels at the same time. Be, so. It'd be so, it be so crazy. Yeah. It, it's steeped in infatuation. Yeah. They think they're protecting their heart. I only text him Make sure like three times so a, a day. I won't go too crazy. But he running through your mind like all the time. Yeah, <laughs> the app, the mind app. He don't got the message app. <laughs> he got the mind <laughs> app. The mind app is on lock. It is running, it, and you, you, the whole time they're even engaging with people, they see it as augmented reality. They think the engagements are reflected in the apps and not in the heart. Mm. That's true. So you look we at got these. It. We got it messed up, but that's more people probably teaching people that about Bad judgment. Because yeah. we 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 made this word a cuss word. Satan is slick like that. Yeah, now. he tw- yep twists words, and yeah, now people don't even want to do say anything about nothing. No, we chose we choose a different type of role in the courtroom of our minds. Yep. We want to be lawyers. Yep. Well, I know you ain't the lawyer, the bailiff. Or the stenographer. You are the judge. <laughs> judge yourself. We want to give that to God. God, sit at the seat of my heart. Lord, judge. <laughs> show me what's wrong. Take no. out what's wrong. Take, Take out, out what's, what's wrong. Take out what's right. No. You. You do it. I gave you free will. Yes. 
you judge I shed it. the light for you to see the whole case. I showed you all the evidence. He gave you free will. <laughs> he showed he's he gave you discovery. Oh, yeah. Lawyers have to file for discovery mm-hmm. to make sure the other side presents every Everything. bit of evidence they have so they oh my goodness. So they could properly present their case. And the judge doesn't want no surprises so they can properly render their verdict. We need to call for discovery. The word of God does that. It shines a light on everything. Yes, that's people, what people, people say, you know, <laughs> like, you know, we don't talk about the devil that much. You know, he at the same time, no, you got to make people aware of what's going on. What's wrong? Like, they have to see both every side of it. They got to see the evil of this world. They got to be able to see that, too. We don't want to see the good and bad. The minute we see the bad in something, we say, I'm not being positive. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. I, I, you, in order, I'll never do anything if I'm not optimistic. I gotta be optimistic about it. If I just see wrong in people, everybody can't be wrong. Everybody's inherently wrong, actually. But they they have something that's good too. Yes. And can you suss out the two? Mm. Somebody is good, and they just might not be good for you. Somebody is good, and they just not, but might not be good at this time there's so many levels to it you'll never know because all you know is how you feel it's the red shirt and the washer even though the clothes are clean they don't smell like funk no more yeah i mean i was told you i was dealing with a young girl uh not too long ago and she was saying how she dealt with the guy and he did her dirty but initially he was saying how he was a man of god and he and she said that's what made her trust him and think that he but like you said we when we are just caught up in that whole thing and you not really have a, a real understanding. You assume yeah. just because they put that label on things that it makes it okay. I, I'm gonna tell you, I I'm share I'm gonna be very transparent. I am very I've been in the past, I've been very judgy of certain people in my life and very lenient in other people. Mm-hmm. I realized that that came from the comfortability I had in which to let that light shine. Some people make it easier for you to shine the light. Others make it not so easy. I found that I will shine more light on people who make it easier on me and less on others. I found it is easier to share the truth with Antoinette than it is to share the truth with someone else. I challenged myself one day, ironically, just like you did. I turned around and I said, I only share the truth in text to certain people. So what I did was I took the first 20 people on that call log, on that text log. I sent them scriptures no matter who it was. Mm -hmm. And the reactions were crazy. Mm -hmm. But the reactions didn't show me nothing about them. It showed me something about me. Some people say, amen, thank you, brother. Some people say, amen, thank you, minister. Some people say, what's good, my brother? Well, you okay? You feeling suicidal? Is everything all right? Because they wasn't used to that side of me that's not really a side. It's the whole of me. Mm-hmm. What have I been doing? I'm not judging in the place that matters most, the heart. I'm not weighing those truths. And letting it reflect in my life. So I shouldn't say anything about anybody when I got a big two by four in my eye. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And you're bringing up such a good thing too. And <laughs> but it's just we <laughs> we try to protect something that's old. It's like if we're supposed to be dying daily and shedding off old skin, why go through so much to protect and feel judged and all that stuff about something that's dead already? Yeah. Like you should be quick to want to self-edit and fix and examine because that's not you no more. Yeah. You can say all that stuff, but. I'm just trying to learn how to take stuff as it comes, like, and not be quick to defend myself. You said it so perfectly. Access. What am I giving access? And if I'm the judge, I'm the gatekeeper to my heart. Mm-hmm. What am I giving access? Yeah. Not just people, they, they kind of get to it. They be like, we got to watch what we take in. We'll watch what TV shows we watch. No, 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 no. Inside out. Think inside out. Don't think outside in. Think inside out. Think what am I allowing in that's already in? Yeah. What am I allowing in? Not through my senses. The outside stuff just confirms what's already in. That's all it does. What not what I'm allowing in through my senses, but what I'm allowing in through my heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a very important thing. Let let me uh, go. Where we at Proverbs 28 and 5. Evil people don't understand justice, but those who follow the Lord understand completely. Mm-hmm. So we are at that point again. People are going to respond, Antoinette, to us in a certain way because they don't understand completely. They just don't, yeah. All they understand that is how they feel. So to bring it back to the other part, Christians have to have patience with people. I think we we tend to lose our patience when they attack us and call us judgy. We do. Because we know they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And the minute they don't understand, we tend to almost confirm what they think. It's true. Just because they react in a way because they don't completely understand. I know it, 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 it's not making it like we know everything. It's just saying the truth. They're not willing, let me put it this way. They're not willing to take and examine what you're saying. They aren't willing to give it that time. Mm-hmm. They immediately see it doesn't connect with what they are and they throw it away. First, First Thessalonians 5.21 says, Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Mm-hmm. This is going another word that goes with the examine. Mm-hmm. Prove all things. Yes. How do you prove something? How do you prove that someone's trustworthy? How do you prove that something in, has integrity? How do you prove those things? You examine them. Mm-hmm. You cannot examine that which you are involved in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. person can't give a self-examination. Perfect example of that. Mammograms. They say you can do a self-check. That is limited, though. They're telling you if you feel something that don't feel right, you still have to go. Still have to go Mm -hmm. to get a thorough examination. Mm -hmm. And then, if a woman checked herself and never felt a lump, she should still sometimes go and get a what examination. Because just because you can self-check doesn't mean you catch everything. everything. That's That's why we're supposed to prove all things, but not through our own selves, because we miss stuff, but through the word. 
I, I think that that's, that's an excellent point. But 1 Corinthians 10, 14 through 15 says, Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from adultery. I speak as to wise men. Judge ye what I say. He said, I'm talking to y'all like I'm always talking to wise people. It's another thing. Christians talk down to people. We do. Shouldn't talk down to people. Talk to them like wise people and let them judge what you say. I encourage people. Because you don't know what people understand. You don't. Yeah. If I knew half the people, like a lot of people I know I went to school with, I didn't even realize were raised in church just like I was. They knew just as much word as I did. And if I treated them as such, I probably would have. Had an impact Actually with made them. an impact, yeah. Same here. Mm-hmm. Same here. It's and lots of people. Yeah. But one thing I realize is as a minister, I've talked down to people. Yeah. I haven't always spoken to them time. like wise. Yeah. And then here's the other thing. I never and people en- feel it, too. They feel it. And I never encourage people. I used to never encourage people to examine what I say. Take time with it. Sit with it. You can disagree. Don't disagree viscerally. With just an innate reaction to anything you don't agree with. Sit and think about it. Examine it. Even what we're saying in this podcast. Sit and think about it. Yeah. Examine it. It's going to take you places. Even that, if you don't agree, it could still take you it to It might support your case even more. You might be like, Forrest, I listen to you. And now, even more now than ever, I believe. I listen to people all the time. And I'll be like, thank you for that. Now I'll be like, thank you. I don't get a repulse by it. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've missed out on being helped or encouraged. You, like you was able to encourage me this morning. Right. Just because I'm listening now. Not so much I'm so in my feelings that I can't receive what you're saying. Yeah. And, and it doesn't hurt to challenge the people around you to encourage you. Because I feel like we get haughty in that way too. Is that we think we're, we're the ones that has everyone's fate. In our hands And no People can encourage you too And we And that makes people Rise to the occasion Nettie That's so true Because if I'm In the wrong heart Your encouragement Can come off Like judging Mm -hmm. I'd be like Whoa whoa, whoa, I That's not uh, How you pointing this out At me I'm just encouraging I don't I, I didn't need that You can keep all that Why Because Christians as much as they judge, don't like people pointing out things in them. And encouragement points out, but it points it out in love. Mm-hmm. Do you get know what I'm saying? If I, if I can notice that you down and you're depressed, I'm not going to come to you and be like, I see you've been down a lot. You need to cheer up. This is out of hand. I'm, I might just come to you and say, encourage, I just want to encourage you. Like, Just have hope. Keep the faith. Can I pray with you? That's right. Just asking somebody to pray with them offends people. Because mm-hmm. they'd be like, well, ain't nothing wrong with me. I ain't sin. We ain't even talking about that. I ain't asking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this. Or so I'm quick to, like, even if I feel that way initially, I'm quick nowadays to just be like, you know, I probably do need some prayer. Like, maybe I am going through some, st- I got some stuff going on or something around the corner that I need to be ready for. Like, It prevents just, us from just doing the simple things yeah. of encouraging people. Mm-hmm. I've pushed away so much encouragement. That's true. Just because I didn't want to be perceived as being something I wasn't. But I actually was. That's right. 
Philippians 1 and 10 says that ye may approve that are excellent. Things that are excellent. That that ye may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ. Hmm. This is what I love is because in order for us to be sincere without offense to God, we have to prove, approve things that are worthy. Approve things. Then we have James chapter 2, 3 through 4 says, If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can you can stand over there or else sit on the floor. Well, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? Mm. And so this is where this other part is that our decisions, our judgments are being guided, are being guided by something. We're always motivated and we expect judges to be motivated by the law. We expect them not to use their own personal feelings or influences. Literally, I just was listening to a podcast and they was talking about a court case where this man was going to get sentenced for killing people. The jury came back and asked, is the jail that he was going to go to if it was comfortable? Was it one of those fancy jails for rich people or was it a real jail? Because that was going to dictate how they sentenced him. And the judge found that to be prejudice, found that to be of a wrong intent. Mm. Your, he said the jury's job is to punish him, but not to be focused on how his punishment is. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a little inhumane. It's a little, it's, it's crazy. Mm. And so what the, the, once the lawyer found out, he wanted to throw the case out. He wanted to throw the case out start and over. start over. Because this, this jury has a wrong motive. Yeah. Their intent is wrong. Yeah. So a lot of times we're making decisions. We're never asking what is the motivation behind those choices. When I'm going to someone and, and talking to them, what is that motivation? Because that is going to reveal if I'm rightly judging or if I'm wrongly judging. Mm-hmm. So he said these people, they showed discrimination. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's easy for a woman to say, that's not the man for me when he look ugly. Right. <laughs> he, he ain't got money. He's 600 stuff. pounds. He don't got no job. Well, he, ain't, he ain't no man of God. The, the, the sermon is so easy. They'd be like, is that the man for you? No, I'm pretty sure. Positive, actually. Oh, God just told me just now. But then all of a the sudden. The signal's clear. The signal's clear. Frequencies, <laughs> it's popping then. All of a sudden, you see this handsome guy. He got all the checks, all the boxes. Now we not so sure. It's the great It's foggy. Again. Yeah, now you're like, hello, hello. I don't hear God. Uh, uh, he, he's breaking up. I think he said yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, there's a, a discrimination infused in our judgments. Yeah. The, uh, because of that, there is a gray area we're judging from instead yeah. of the black and the white. And I love the way it said, um, your judgments are guided by. So it's like, what are you using like to get there? That whole process to of arrive judgment. to a decision. An, yeah. What is guiding mm-hmm. you perfectly that you brought that out? Cause the Holy spirit is leading and guiding us yes. into all truth. Right. I think pastor said it on Sunday. He leads and guides us. He don't take us. No, he, doesn't. he don't pull us by the hand and 
hey, come on over here. And you're like, sorry, guys, I got to go. The Holy Spirit. No. We would rather that. We would rather that because it absolves us of any responsibility. Yep. The people we engage with, you know what I'm saying? Dudes would be like, oh, I understand. I, the same way they did when we was kids. And your mom's, man, she she blowing me. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. What am I do? And we like, the Holy Spirit, man. You know, he's like, all right, I guess. You know, it was, No, it's me. The Holy Spirit showed me a way, and I think I'm going to take that way. I think I'm going to walk that way. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Oh, I don't even care if you are. There I go. But that's the thing that I had to realize in me is that I felt a way about people calling me judgy because I wasn't sure in which the way that I was judging. And I wasn't really sure about what prejudices or discriminations I had that guided that judgment. Mm -hmm. And so the more we deal with that, the better we are to judge in our lives and judge in people's lives. That's right. And so, yeah, I love that scripture because he was talking to people who said they love God and stuff, but they were discriminating against the poor. Mm -hmm. Acts 16, 14 through 15 says, one who heard us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira. Thyatira, yeah. A seller of purple goods who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized and her household as well, she urged the saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. She, she, there's another translation that says, if you have appraised me or if you have accounted me as worthy, come to stay at my house. Mm-hmm. Now, Paul and Barnabas, they had to be careful about where they stayed and who they stayed with. And plus, it wasn't custom to just walk up in women's houses like that. No. But he said, she said, if you judge that that makes sense here. Mm. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times people say, and this is where I'm bringing full circle as we close out. A lot of times people say I'm judging them and they're right even though they're wrong. They're right in the sense that I'm judging them as it relates to me. Yeah. Or that you're, like you, we said earlier, you're judging a, a thing, not the, them, but a thing that they're you know involved in. Yeah. It, it's literally what Paul is judging. He, he said, remember, they, they helped her and she was mm-hmm. a worshiper of God. She checked all the boxes that most Christians are going for. Exactly. She was a worshiper of God. She, she, uh, op- the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what Paul had said. She was attentive to the gospel, mm-hmm. but she still said, if you judge me to be faithful to the Lord, people say it's not, it's the only person whose job it is to judge my relationship with God is who? God. God. Mm-hmm. But, but, it's my responsibility to judge your relationship with God when it relates to me. That's where people got to catch this at. And I know, you know, I was hoping that when I came to this point, you would have, you would be plucking that a little bit, but you, you, you understand, you feel a little comfortable. What you think a way that people might disagree with it though? 
I'm just trying to make sure I cover certain certain things, how, how they respond to that. Because we're not judging them, but we still are. And it's kind of weird in that way. Maybe in marriages, it may be a little more tricky when it's somebody you're directly connected to. And right. Everything they do sort of impacts you. And yeah. When it comes to raising kids and things like that, the things you allow them to involve themselves in. Absolutely. That's an excellent point. Because you're literally, we're talking about you're related to this person. Mm-hmm. You've, you're situated with them. And in this respect, I guess you could say you already let yourself in yeah. to their house. But how do you retroactively deal with that? Yeah. And a part of that is, is that judgment is still being rendered. The, the way the judgment is rendered is different, mm. but it's still being rendered. It's kind of like when a, a 15-year-old kid commits a murder. Everybody says, try him as an adult. No, there's extenuating circumstances that would say that we need to tend to this person because of his different situation Mm -hmm. marriages don't really focus like that they want to just black and white go down the line or even i'm sleeping with the enemy i've heard people say or even how uh when they'll claim like mental illness in in a lot of court cases and stuff like that we we don't consider that sometimes people we're connected with are not necessarily mentally ill but spiritually mentally ill and even they can be mentally ill (laughs) they're just mentally ill but how how i deal with them Mm -hmm. is not going to be the same yeah and that's why it's about judging and approving and being guided by something because how we deal with each and every person is different and we but all of it should be guided by the holy spirit that's right but everybody is different. And people say it all the time. Like, well, you, the way you treat this person and that person. Yeah, because the same way a judge, he sees different court cases. He don't just, we hope, One, yeah. he just be like guilty, guilty, guilty. <laughs> we hope that. We, you know, we know a judge that everybody say, don't send your kids to that judge. Mm-hmm. He, he sends them all. He's hard on them. But we hope that he's being hard with a discriminatory mind towards the Holy Spirit or a the righteousness of the law, then not just these bad kids need to learn a lesson. Exactly. That's dangerous. So that's interesting. I'm glad you brought up that particular point. I just know certain things, it's tricky. It's tricky when we talk about this woman asked him to judge. Mm -hmm. She wanted to help him. And she said, come to my house. You don't have a place to stay. But she knew she couldn't just tell him. She had to ask him, do you judge that this is a good idea for you? I mean, even the confidence to do that. Like, are we even that confident in our intention to say, yo, judge what, I, what I'm saying yourself. I'm that sure of that I'm doing this based on the Holy Spirit. And you take it from there. Yeah. We have to be able to operate in even that confidence. Absolutely. And it, it, that's the freedom of it. Last scripture, Romans 2 and 16. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to the gospel. Mm, and I end on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I thought it was interesting just to, to tie it all together. Not only is God the only judge, and not only has he secured a certain day in which he'll do that judging, but what he is judging is secret to us. What he's going to judge in Antoinette, I have no clue about. No. 
here's the thing. Even if I looked at phones and all of that, the place that he's judging from has never been in a phone, has never been in a computer. If somebody looked at my history on my websites and stuff, whatever you saw pales in comparison to what's in my heart. The secret things that God is going to judge from. I mean, we like to think that God grades on like a standard, like for everybody, but it's really on a curve. Like everybody has a unique set of understandings that God, only God knows that you were assigned to live by. And yeah. if you did, so it's not our place to judge what. That's why we can't judge. Mm-hmm. It's very secret things. It's top secret. It's confidential. Yep. I, but I, for ourselves, for you, for you, you, you must. And that's why it's important for me to operate being led by the spirit. Because the spirit knows things about everybody that I don't know. Yes. And that's why I have, it's hard for me. Like when I preach and do altar calls, I'm really relying on God to give me inside information or insight into how to deal with somebody without telling me what's inside of them. Yeah. He gives me inside information without telling me inside information yeah. so that I might do his will. He wants us to help people without telling us all the things they need help with. Because yes. if we knew all the things they need help with, we might judge them. Yes. And too often, <laughs> too often, that's the motivation behind what we do. We see it and we judge it. And that's that's not the way. The Unequivocally, too. And we be moving quick with it. Yeah. Soon as let, Let's say we knew that somebody dealt with uh, pedophilia. Let's say we knew a man and he just had desires to touch kids. Mm-hmm. If I know that, I'm not even going to, I'm going to just have that prejudice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so discriminatory. I'm not even able to operate in the love and the truth of God. He knows that. He said, I'm going to judge this man on these secret things, but I'm asking you to judge according to the Holy Spirit. That's right. I'm asking you to do things that benefit him and can help him that I might not judge him based on what I see. Mm. That's where we got to trust you, him. You're bringing up another interesting thing when you think of yeah. like just being disgusted by some things that we're, we judge from homosexuality to, you know, but you just brought up pedophilia, pornography, all masturbation, all of that stuff. Certain things, things are, are just detestable to us. Yeah. And people get excited. They be like, they quote Proverbs and say, there's seven things the Lord hates. Yeah. Six things he finds detestable. And I'm like, yeah, that's him. He has that luxury. But guess what? There's seven things you should love a person through. There's six things you should be patient with them with. Huh? Amen. Huh? You're going to be judged. You're going to be judged on that. God, God, certain things people make it. It's it's like when people say out the closet. Mm Mm-hmm. When people say coming out the closet, this is what homosexuals got to understand. The minute you decide you're going to come out the closet, you can't dictate how people respond to that. The same way, the minute we decide we're going to come out the closet with whatever we got going on, they're going to respond a certain way. My thing is, is that no matter whether people are in the closet or out the closet, I need to stay in the will of God. If I stay in the world, because we respond to what people do mm-hmm. instead of what God is doing. So when they come out the closet, I come out the gate. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Seeing yeah. somebody, we always knew they were, but we waiting for them to tell us. So then we can go ahead and let them have it. Because we don't like when we know something. Or, or we just think, tell other people. Right. Yeah. Or we think we know something about somebody that, and they haven't really confirmed it yet. So we have, we, we don't, we, we're not free yet to let them have it. Like, I think somebody lying to me, but I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. Or I think somebody cheating on their wife, but I'm not sure yet. But if I find out, boy, I'm going to let you have it. People make it too easy to judge them. So they, they show it. They say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I've been doing that. And then you like, you this, you that, you're a drunk, you're lazy, you're a drug addict. Look what you're doing to your family. I be I, I had to catch myself because I was judging somebody based on the way they were moving. And I said, look what you're doing to your family, your kids. I have no respect for you now. We, we don't we, even see the full picture. We, that's where do, where do Jesus do that at? Yeah. Where did, where did Jesus look at look at Peter and say, well, I know you're about to deny me three times. I lost all respect for you. <laughs> Get up out of here. Get out of here. It's supposed to be Jesus over everything. Joe. Oh, you, but you're going to deny me three times? Get out of here. No, he said, I already know you're going to do it. He said, I know you're going to do it, but I'm still going to judge righteously on your life. Yes. He said, when you recover, strengthen your brother. And that's what, we, that's, that's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So this, this judging episode, um, we went long, but I wanted to make sure that we covered it. And so what I'm going to do is I'll probably cut this in half. Yeah. Probably take 45 on one, 45 on the other to give people time to weigh it because it's a lot of information. It is. And what I, I'm, as we close out, what I want y'all to do is whether you contact talk at Real Church Matters or whether you talk to ask me at Real Church, talk at like go do Wild like Life. Likewise Life, talk at likewiselife.com mm-hmm. or Ask me at realchurchmatters.com. I want to hear your thoughts about judging. We all got opinions or your experiences with it from either perspective. You felt the church has judged you or you felt like you at times have fallen into judging people and not truly judging yourself. So um, I want to hear about it. We want to share those. I, I think what I'll do is if people are interested in sharing I'll probably quote them up and make them a nice meme and share some of those thoughts uh, through the through the Instagram and give try to just start a conversation. I don't want this to just begin and end. I feel like this thing about judging, there's a lot in here that people can learn from and be helped from. Yeah, and it's so trendy. Judgy, it is judgy. judgy. Blah, blah, blah. I think we just gonna call it the judgy episode because <laughs> because yeah. it, it's like. When they listen to it, they're going to feel judged. I feel judged. You know what I'm saying? But that's episode 75 and 76. He is out. God bless.